Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. If I said which restaurant has the best ice? Oh, Sonic. Sonic. Sonic ice. Yeah. Isn't that easy? Easy, yeah. easy. And this is not a commercial. Have cool. you used that machine yet? Oh, yeah. They gave us one for our yes. wedding. Yeah. Okay, it's, in the, it's in like the studio area. It's awesome. It makes Sonic ice. So they did a whole deal where they ranked all the fast food places and they just talked about ice. And I asked that because I figured we'd all say Sonic. Sonic was the best. A new poll found that 16% of people will always eat the ice when drinking oh. something, which I don't do. Sonic I do, but really nowhere else. I take that back. Chick-fil-A has great ice, too. But not better than Sonic, but probably second. So here you go. Sonic's at number one with perfect ice. Chick-fil-A is second. Zaxby's is third. Not familiar with their ice. Me either. Dairy Queen at four. Pizza Hut at five. Starbucks at six. Not a big Starbucks ice guy. Sometimes I get ice water there. Too, cl- too chunky. That's like the big cube? The ice is too chunky. Yeah. Jimmy John's, Dunkin', Burger King, and McDonald's. I only know one and a half ices. Sonic, I know. McDon- uh, Chick-fil-A, I kind of know. That's it. A little ice talk this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starting the show. A little ice bath. How about that? Which also, they suck. Had a friend tell me to do that? Yeah. Jake, he's like, you're in an ice bath. All right, I'll get in. Miserable. Got out. What did that do? Don't you feel better because you did it? No. Oh, not at all? <laughs> no. How long did you stand? 
two and a half minutes. Say, wow. I, I, that's crazy. I wanted to show him how strong I was. I was like, this is nothing. I was miserable inside. I was like, Ugh. but I was like, this is nothing, man. And he's like, we should probably get out. I guess if you say so. I got out. It's like <laughs> nothing. It killed me. And he's like, but don't you feel better because you did it? No, I'd like to have slept in a little longer <laughs> than getting up to do that. All right, that's Ice Talk this morning. Let's go around the room now. Eddie, you're up first. Eddie, our producer of four, video guy. Let's go, buddy. Bones, you said something the other day, and we didn't talk about it on the spot, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, that was very offensive. And I don't know if you and I can be friends after what you said. Hmm. Do you know what it is? I don't. And I'm not racist, so I didn't say anything about your ethnicity. It wasn't like that. And I'm not sexist. It wasn't wasn't that. So I'm pretty much in the clear for anything else. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you'll get canceled over this. Go ahead. But we were working out, and Bob Dylan came on, and you were like, what is this crap? This is no. No, that's not how it happened. That's what you that said. Terrible Bob and Dylan. And I song love Bob Dylan. No, the ver- I don't know what song it was. Ray's it- got it. Okay, what is it called? It's called. Uh, you don't even know. It's called. Oh, I gave it all away. I gave it all away. Here you go. Everybody just fell asleep listening to our show. So what I said is this is not good. I like a lot of Bob Dylan. Yeah. You said this is not good. This is not good. And then you said, who is that? Yeah, I didn't sound like Bob Dylan to me. (laughs) For example, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. That's a Bob Dylan I like. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good one there. It's Come the on. same Bob Dylan. No, the other one he tries to sing. That's like me trying to do runs. <laughs> that was a period in his life where he wanted to sing a little bit. Or, didn't work. Like a rolling stone. How does it feel? Man, this song is a Oh, how does it feel? So you like Dylan? Uh, I watched him at concert once and knew a dang thing he was singing. Nah, it's hard to watch him now. Yeah, but I, some. That crap that you like, not good. <laughs> okay. All right, up next, Lunchbox, let's go. So I was at a restaurant the other day, and I go to the bathroom, and it's like individual bathrooms, you know, so you just go in, it's unisex, whatever. Wait, what was that again? <laughs> unisex. And Never heard of that. What, what? Unisex. Uh-huh. You know, either man or woman. You no, know, I know. It's like, it's just individual. <laughs> Got it. And so I Uni- go in. Unisex, for, for the record. Okay, whatever. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> but I go in, and I lock the door, and I, as I'm coming out, I notice there's a thing of keys hanging on the back of the door. It's got a car key, a house key, and some other keys. Probably maybe the keys to the restaurant. And I'm like, ah, looks like I just hit the jackpot. About to give me a big old reward. So I took it to the counter, and I said, hey, I got these keys. What's my reward? Uh, Yes, ma'am. I found these keys hanging on the back of the bathroom door. And so I didn't know if that gave me. Okay, does he get a reward? No. I haven't heard this. No, No, there's no way. Why would they give him a reward? Maybe they give him a little snack. Nah. A for, snack. For what? For free. He's at a he's at a restaurant, right? He's yeah. For for returning. <laughs> no. From no. the bathroom. Like a lifetime supply of burgers for being honest and turning them in. I mean, I could have a free car, but no reward. No. Heroes. Heroes don't get paid. Doesn't pay to be a hero. No reward. Cool. Cool. He tried to say something. Well, heroes don't get paid. Well, uh, he doesn't pay to be a hero. You tried. I liked it, but I don't think you deserve. A reward. I could have walked down that parking lot, just started hitting keys. Boop, boop. I had a free car, you and then I could have gone to their house because I had a house yeah. key. You also could have clubbed someone on the head. And, and then after the restaurant's closed, I could have come back and made but myself because something. Because you to didn't eat. commit a crime doesn't mean you deserve a reward. <laughs> right. right, Amy, you're up next. There she is, Amy, everybody. 
So I don't know, last week or maybe the week before, I talked about my Madame Alexander dolls that my grandma got me when I was a kid. Every birthday, every Christmas, my sister and I, we had a whole collection. Well, a family friend that was keeping them safe for us in their attic after my mom died said, hey, I have all these dolls. And I'm like, yes. So she's going to be shipping them to me. We talked about How it. How many? Oh, my gosh. She had to guess. Well, if she has my sister's two... A uh, hundred. Wow. And these dolls are how tall? Like two feet tall? No. Yes. Maybe this tall? It's foot right tall. foot. Yeah, okay, foot go tall. Ahead. They're, they're cute. And Madame Alexandra Dolls, the PR firm, reached out to me <laughs> and said they could be worth something. Here's a link where you can do an auction, buying, Let's selling. It. It's like they sell all these dolls. Do not get like, into anything with Lunchbox. It, you will never see your money, and there's no reason for you to get involved with them. I don't know why the website is called this, but it's like Therialts. And so when I get the dolls, I can go through this website to figure out what my dolls are worth. So what would you like from me? Well, I don't know why I suggested you be a partner at all. So well, the part- I'm good. It's not a partnership. <laughs> it's an investment if you wanted it. Meaning you could go, I think these dolls will be worth 500 bucks. So if you'd like to invest $251, then you can have half of what we make, with the risk being we make nothing. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So that's what you want to do. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that's how you would approach that. You don't need me as a partner. Yeah, yeah, But if you want to make sure... That I make something. Correct. Yeah. Find out how many dolls that you own, not your sister. Okay. Well, we could sell hers. Well, no. She even that know. sounds shady. Yeah. I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> I, Amy, shady. I'm down for that kind of business. You let me know how many you can sell. <laughs> okay, okay. And... Pitch me a number. So you have to pay for to ship them here. And that's part of the expense, right? But that's why I would be jumping in. Yeah. I'll help you with that. Pitch me, <laughs> pitch me a number tomorrow the next day. No, no, okay? Amy, 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 don't ex- exclude me. Who's going to do the legwork for you guys? Me. Hey, okay, speaking of that, I'm going to go. Ray, do my intro because i got to bring Abby on. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, video games are his fun. On 2K, he created a team that's running gun. Bobby Bones. Yeah. Oh boy. Abby, welcome to my little segment here. Thank where you. We're going to talk about Lunchbox's legwork. Mm-hmm. So Lunchbox and I bought a storage locker together. I spent my money on, it's mostly my money, and he was just going to do the legwork as his contribution. Yeah. Abby, what's he been doing for his legwork? Well, somehow he wrote me into the legwork because he sends me all the addresses for the shoes he's supposed to be sending out. And he's like, hey, can you print this out? Will you ship this out? So he's not doing the legwork. No, no. No, no, no. Hold on. All I ask is that she print. I don't have access to the printer here. That's it. She prints it. That's it. I I take it to the store. I do all that. I take it to the FedEx. Do you I do ship it, Abby? Um, I've done a few. Yeah. I've done, yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, has she done a few? No. Yes, I have. Why'd you say no? Whisper yeah, when most you're times you're very loud. No. Has she shipped anything that you're supposed to ship? No. Abby. It's not true. I did one. Abby, so why has everything been breaking down? It's always missing money here. Okay, well, the addresses he sends me, it includes... Do you know what an EVTN is? No. Anyone know what that is? Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't either, because I don't know anything about eBay. It is an eBay virtual tracking number, and apparently you're supposed to put it on the address, but I have left it off because I didn't know what it was. And I asked Lunchbox, he didn't either, so I was like, eh, I'll just leave it off. But apparently to get to where it needs to go, to like the authentication center thing... So that's why that we needs got the to be shoot. On. So that's why Uh-oh. Abby messed up. No. Abby's been doing a terrible job in her part. Amy, how do you want this guy part? doing legwork with you? It does not seem so. It's going to cost me a lot of money. No, you're going to make money, and you're going to get it next Monday. Don't worry. <laughs> big check? <laughs> big check. Like, no, no, literal big check. Literal big <laughs> check <laughs> and big money amount. That big check is going to cost more than the money. I think we already have a generic. We already got one of those. Oh, Amy, I think we do it for like St. Jude. It's called Recycle. 
Recycle, reuse, repurpose. Okay. Abby, thank you for letting me know. Thank Amy, you. listen to what he's saying. You don't want him involved. Amy, look at me. You haven't even made eye contact with me. We are business partners. You need to look me in the eye. Okay, let's we go. go. There we go. All right, let's start the show. Thank you, guys. Bobby Boat Show. It's time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a high school teacher. Today, I saw a friend's daughter making out with her boyfriend at lunch. What makes this a bit more complicated is her dad's a local pastor. This was one of the largest displays of PDI I've ever seen in my 10 years of teaching. It was gross. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure what to do about the situation. Do I tell her parents? Do I let teenagers be teenagers? Do I talk to my friend's daughter? Would you want to know your daughter was doing this and keeping it under wraps? Could use all your collective wisdom on this one. Thank you. Signed. Teenage love is complicated. Mm. Now, here's what I have for you. In my hand, I have a, a bowl. Now, in this bowl, there's some chili. You don't want to get in other people's chili. If you have to stop them from making out because you're a teacher and that's not allowed on campus, that's one thing. Or if you see them doing something that is unsafe, that's another thing. But just to go tell daddy that her daughter's making out with somebody, you better be real close to that daddy. Because that's just not something a not close friend would do. I would just not get in the chili. Because then they're going to be asking you to keep up with it too. Like, hey, anything else been happening? And that's on you. Then you got to be watching. And you're a spy. Then you got to be eagle eye all the time. It ain't fun to be old eagle eye. It's just not the chili for you. If you feel like she's unsafe or she's making a bad decision, something to be harming her, that's different. Or him, for that matter. But if everybody wants to get in everybody's business, it doesn't matter he's a pastor. That doesn't matter. Maybe the life. Maybe the big man upstairs. It matters to him. But it doesn't matter in the whole situation with the daughter making out with some dude. But if it's at school and they shouldn't be doing it, you're the teacher. Go over and be like, hey, no touching there. No making out right there. That's fine. But you don't, don't tell on them. Amy? Yeah, I feel like being a teacher, that's your in. Because if it was someone I knew, but it would have to be a close friend. It has to be a close friend. It has friend. to be a close friend. I would also, if I was close to the daughter, be like, okay, I'm going to kind of step in here and just have a chat with her. Especially about public like displays of affection in that way. like. But she's not yeah. that close to the girl. And she's not that close to the parents. So therefore, you use your teacher as you being a teacher as your way in to just have a, a chat with her. And then see what happens. Oof. Oh, my mm. goodness. If she's doing something that is not supposed to be done at school, absolutely. Be like, right. don't do that anymore. I'm not taking her in for a lesson. We're not doing a Miss Bliss Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. Yeah. Because that ain't what you're supposed to do right then. So mind your business. Make sure it's the business you've been hired to do. And unless somebody's getting hurt or is unsafe, I don't think you go and you tell on them. Eddie? You guys are so wrong. It takes a village to raise kids. So it doesn't matter how good friends you are. You just let let them be the parent. But you saw it happen. You say, hey. But they weren't doing anything illegal. Bones, look, if your son was making out with some chick and I was the teacher, I'd be like, Bones, hey, it's up to you what you want to do. I'm just letting you know, your your boy, dude, he's making out. But PDA. Y'all are close. What if, yeah, we're close. Yeah. What if oh you don't goodness. know the person. Okay, who would be someone I'm not close to? I would still call them and be like, hey, it's up to you. I just want to let you know that your son, all tongue, dude. It's crazy. Ugh. I don't you, think you would. I would totally I do think that. you talk a big game and you are a helicopter parent, but I don't think you, you would. It takes a village, guys. I hear you. You need eyes all around for everyone. Lunchbox? Dude, 
they're teenagers. You know your kid is dating someone. You know they're going to kiss. You don't need nosy Nancy's over here going. To, why do we want them tattletale? Let them be teenagers. They're kissing. Big deal. They said that they don't know they're doing this stuff. Oh, how does he know that the dad doesn't know or the mom? The pastor. Yeah, guess what? Pastor kisses. It. How do you think that the girl was created or the son? The pastor created After by. They got married. Yeah, they were married, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they didn't kiss before they were no, married. No, you guys, they didn't. You sure guys didn't. are you a bunch of the tales. Hey, Duggars, ever heard of them? Uh. Yeah, they're. Well, not that version. But they're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, you guys just exactly. get out of it. Leave Generally them alone. speaking, unless you're close to the family, unless you're close to the kid or somebody's at risk, it ain't your chili. Mm. Don't put your spoon in it. Yeah. I don't care if it's got beans or not. It ain't your chili. That's all. Everybody trying to get in everybody's business. <laughs> Eddie, oh, you are so. Oh, you tell her. I'd post a Facebook message. Anybody making out will go to detention. <laughs> no one said that. Yeah. Like, that's what Eddie geez, wants. That sounds terrible. Uh, you'll get four demerits. We don't even have demerits at this school, but I'll give them to you. <laughs> that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yeah you heard that right a real person get the customer service you deserve with discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card get emotional with me Radhi devlukia in my new podcast a really good cry We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like you're on a journey to find the real you, and I like it. I'm here for it. And sometimes you're going to do things that are a little nutty, and this is one of those times. Because if I'd have seen you do this, I'd have been like, whoa, I need to call somebody. Tell Eddie what you did. But that's the thing. It's like I do it in private and other people can adopt this because it re- actually releases chemicals in your brain. So I hear I feel better after it. It's a release. I went into my car in the garage and I shut the door and I. No, she didn't turn the car and leave oh it Oh my gosh. No. I know that's what you're thinking. I know no. I can see your eyes. Like, that Amy, a, how's this going to. Because you right. said you got in your car and you turned. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yes. I'm just letting you know I found a private space. Because, like, I could have gone to my closet, but then I thought, oh, might scare the kids. So I <sighs> went to the garage, got in my car, shut the door, and I screamed as loud as I possibly could. Just, <gasps> yeah, like, let it all out. How high pitched does your scream get? Mm. Can you back away and just give us a little I mean, bit? I don't, like, like um, ah, is it like, ah! I, I think like, it was ah! more like, okay. Don't go hard, like, don't go hard. Well, then, I. She has to go hard. <gasps> Like, oh, okay, but, got but, it. But like times ten. What did that? What was happening? There. Well, everybody has like different frustrations that pop up during the day, right? I like, hear you, but not like that. And I never. It's well, just I'm different. I react to things different, right? I have a baseline that never moves really up or down. Right. So well, I'm. I react to a lot, but I am in a very healthy place. I don't feel like this was from a place of where I was a couple of years ago, where I just everything jumped in the out pool. Of, yeah, with all my clothes on, I felt as though everything was out of control. And now I feel very much in control, and I feel like that's why I made the decision to go and release that in a scream and get it all out. And I, I actually emerged from my car composed and feeling better and I went back inside. But there are things in life, yes, that are just frustrating right now and I needed to go release some of it. I like it that you did that and it was healthy for you and nobody got hurt. A plus. If I have seen if kind of seen that happen, I'd be like, uh oh. Yeah. yeah. We need we need to call somebody and they need to come over right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it'd be a weird thing to see. Right. You can also get ice cubes from like get a little cup from the freezer and then go outside and slam ice cubes into your driveway or your, oh. probably your back patio. <laughs> so your neighbors don't see, but that is like you're spiking a football. Yeah, yeah. You just That's throw them cool. as hard as you can, and you. So it's just you need a physical release. It's an outlet. Yeah, it's like Eddie going into his garage and breaking brooms. It happened one time. Right, and I know that. Like, yes, a couple years ago too, Eddie gifted me an old TV that he was going to yeah. throw out so that I could beat it up with a bat and I mean that felt good but this is I mean this is just like quick it's being aware like I'm glad that I have the awareness that I need a release Amen. and that I go and I do it so then I don't end up exploding on someone and I'm glad your release isn't which I've seen many times in my world growing up drugs or alcohol or violence that's great you figured out you can just scream get recalibrated Reset yourself and get out and go. Right. And Still would be weird to see, though. Right. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, here. What? What if you're walking the dog and you hear the what? garage? What? Yeah. I'd run in and be like, who? What's happening in here? <laughs> yeah. And Amy's like, all good. I was having a frustrating day. <laughs> but I think this is just one of many. It's not my go-to every time, but I felt it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to seize the moment. And I did it. Other times it might be journaling. Other times it might be going on a walk. You know what mine is? Mm. Other times it might be breathing. Just being quiet. Yeah, but that's like harboring it. Yeah, right? not for me. My thing is I just want to go get away and just be quiet. Just sit. Sit and? That's it. I don't care what I do. I just need to go and be alone and sit. Mine is just different. Do you yeah. think about it as you're sitting? Nah, or you I think compartmentalize. Never address it again. 
it dies. Mm. <laughs> okay. That sounds okay. good. It's extremely healthy, guys. Totally. I have a list, though, because I saw your story here. Anti-anger foods. Okay. If you're in a bad mood or freaking out, eat these specific foods. Spinach and strawberries can stabilize your blood sugar, which affects your mood. Oh. Yeah. It could be blood sugar related. Green tea increases your brain's alpha waves, which aid relaxation and give your body a feeling of calm. And salmon, if you eat it a couple times a week, it kind of keeps you from getting into this place unless something's drastic. It keeps brain cells healthy, which can help reduce aggression. So if you have some salmon with some spinach and strawberries and a little bit of green tea, you should be the happiest person on the block. Wow. Good to go. You ain't screaming alone. I guarantee you that. I know, but... Pizza's not on there? Because that makes me feel good as soon as I eat it. Yeah, but I feel like that makes you feel good immediately. And then afterwards, you're Uh, like... you're mad again. Oh, now I'm really mad. (laughs) Good point. I'm glad you have that. Yeah. It's circumstantial at times. Things come up. And so find your outlet. That's my encouragement to people. Can I tell you something real weird that that happened? Because Amy hadn't announced yet that she was getting a divorce and obviously I knew we knew and it was just her having to pick the right time kids legal reasons a lot of things yeah per, yeah very personal and Amy would get a, Amy our listeners like the 1% that's awful were trying to figure out how to let it be known that Amy was getting a divorce because mm-hmm. they figured it out it got so bad that people were texting Amy they'd gotten her number Acting like different people. Read the text message you get. Well, here's the creepy part is they had my old number, which my daughter now has. So my oh, daughter no. is actually the one that got this text and then had to send it to me. So it was awkward. And it said, hello, is this Amy Brown? I'm doing a piece for the Austin American Statesman about Austin natives and where they are now. During my research, I came across something and wanted to check on it. Is your divorce final and is it public? If this is a mistake, please let me know. I don't want to publish something with the wrong speculation or not ready for the public. Please disregard if I have the wrong number. Regards, George R. AAS. First of all, no one would sign George R. They put their last name and they wouldn't sign it AAS as Austin American Statesman. Mm. My wife immediately went full detective mode. She was like, there's no such person that works there. This is a big, this is a lie. Yeah, this was months ago. This yeah. was even, I think, in the last year or something. But that's... Yeah. The links. So that wasn't a real reporter? That people were going through. No. Well, I mean, of course, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? And then I'm thinking, why would they do an alumni piece and like, that's an update, a yeah. marital status? The so, first question they asked, so are you divorced and is it final? Right. It's not like, hey, how's your career going? Where are you now? What are you doing? And so, yeah. Weirdos. So, multiple, yeah, we had Weirdos. some friends. Bobby even, you called me later that night and you were like, hey, it's up to you. But we could FaceTime them. Oh, I was see like, I was like, give me the oh, number. Nice. I'll yeah. FaceTime and just see who picks up the phone. Don't come from my number. They want to know who it is. Hello. Oh, B-teamer. <laughs> I know you. Uh-huh. Well, like a B-teamer, that's a shady B-teamer. Yeah, there's, the well, good there's ones like, wouldn't do there's it. like the B-team, the good B-team, and there's the B-team Wolfpack, and they're not so good. Oh. Yeah. It's like NWO B-team. <laughs> They've turned on us. Yeah. I was like, gosh, what a clever way to try to get information. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something family they were in their home in heartland michigan eight people a mom a dad a lot of kids and they realized their house is on fire no way out even the dad had to jump out of the second story window you imagine it's hard to get one person out of a house too but that many people they went to the hospital they were treated with smoke inhalation everyone's going to be okay but it started to make the news and circulate in the community what are they going to do they were offered a hotel room they were very grateful but eight people in one room so this car dealer heard about it his name is John, 
and he owns Brighton Ford. And he showed up and handed them the keys to a car and a home for them to use as long as they need until they can get everything sorted out. And here's a clip of John talking about it. We're all in this together, right? And there's a lot of need out there, um, whether it's a fire or illness or whatever that is with children and just people in general. And it really takes a helping hand of people to help each other that really makes us all work. Sounds like a good dude. Lunchbox, if somebody came and said, hey, we want to help you and give you a car and a house until you no longer need it, how would that make you feel? Amazing. Yeah. Oh, geez, that'd be great. You know how long I'd stay there? Infinite. <laughs> Infinite. Always need it. So, yeah, I'm yeah. not quite back on my feet, man. But, but, had a but job. even though like, you've had a job for a year, you're back at it. Yeah, but oh, man, it's just not enough money to get, the, get a house. You know what I mean? Like, I still need to stay here. You know, house prices are going up, up, and up. Inflation, you know, I mean, I'll probably need another year. That'd be amazing. You would say that every year. year? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Infinite. Yeah. Because guess what? Every year inflation goes up, doesn't it? Uh Prices go up. He's a... Well, inflation is different than... It doesn't matter. No, you'd be a squatter. Yeah, you'd be a squatter. (laughs) No, no, because they let me have it. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of stipulation, meaning you have to get out at some point. Oh. But yeah, and then a free car? For as long as you need it. Exactly. A road trip across the country. (laughs) When would you give that back? When it dies? Okay. Yeah. 200,000 miles or so? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, uh, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do that? That's what they're doing. They're because saying, that's taking advantage of somebody looking out for you. No, but they're saying, hey, it's cool, man. Go ahead and use this. Yes, until. It didn't say until. Yes, they did. Until you're back on your feet. Until you don't need it anymore. Yeah, well. Yeah, we, it we, says we, here they can use as long as they need it. Are we ever really back on our feet? Right. right. Yeah, yeah, when do you not need a house? When okay. do you not need a roof over your head? Great job. Appreciate that, dude. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A server is going viral for saying that she confronts people who don't tip. And so I want to play this from TikTok. Here you go. If they haven't left yet, walk up to whoever paid in front of everyone. Hey, sir, ma'am, I see you didn't leave a tip. Is there anything I can improve on on the service that you feel like you could share with me? Nine times out of ten, they're going to make some excuse. Oh, it was a mistake. Oh, I didn't see the receipt. And they're going to give you some kind of tip, a couple bucks here and there. Worst case scenario, they just give you a tip to improve your service on so you can make more money in the long run. If the tab was really high, I would explain to your manager the situation and see if maybe they could comp off like a soda or something. So at least you made a couple dollars off of it and you don't have to tip out in the negative. Short story is just confront them. Hmm. Short story is, don't confront them. That's rude. Mm. I would never have done that. Now, there are people I worked with when I was a server or a waiter, as we say back in the olden days. They'd run out of the car. Hey, you didn't tip me. And I was like, man, let me get you beat up at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that ain't good. good. I, the only reason that I could see confronting is I do like, hey, is there anything I could have done better? But if they're at a restaurant and they know they should have tipped and they didn't tip, that's just them being a bad person. If it's a place... I don't know, like a video game or a bar or a, a putt putt. I don't know where you can also tip where there's a server and they're just confused. I could understand then being like, hey, thank you for, hey, is there anything that I could have done better? And But I just wouldn't start it with, I see you didn't tip. Like, hey, can I ask you guys a question? It's been awesome. Is there anything I could have done better here? Okay, thank you. I see you guys didn't tip. I just wanted to see, learn from my next one. Her approach of confrontation is not good. That's trouble. You can't confront. You can approach and delicately ask for feedback, but even then that ain't good unless maybe there was a misunderstanding that they didn't know they should tip. I mean, aren't there times when, you know, times are tough and you go to a restaurant and you just can't afford to tip? No. I feel like if you go to a restaurant and the waiter's making their money off of you, they're making two bucks an hour, three bucks an hour. If you can't go to a restaurant and you can't afford a tip, don't go to the restaurant. Okay. Right. As someone Even who had, if you can't eat anywhere else. I'm going to tell you why. As someone who had that job and that was how I paid my bills, you're going to take up my table where I have to get money to pay my bills and you're going to not be able to pay me for my service. You would never not want to pay someone for their service ever. You're not going to hire somebody and then 
go, you know what? I'm not going to pay you. And that's basically what you'd be doing mm. because you're taking space that otherwise someone would be there and they would be tipping them so they could then pay their bills. Yeah. Because I never got paid really a salary or an hourly or a hourly, anything that was hourly, I never got it. <laughs> Flowerly. You got like two bucks an hour and then you got tips. Okay. And if someone sat for an hour and killed that spot, that was maybe 12 bucks I didn't get. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's when, an hour's worth of work. When you do sit down and look at the menu and you know you have a set amount, then it's like, okay, assess, should I order this meal? Because then I could afford to tip. I will also say tip culture has gone wacko yeah. in our country. You were just trying to come up with a scenario where like you it, could tip, but you didn't know you had to tip. It's gone wacko. You buy a tire, there's a tip line. <laughs> right. like, there are certain things you don't have to tip on. And I'm a big tipper because I depended on tips. And there are people that stepped up in hard times in my life that tipped me even extra at times because they had it extra. It helped me so much. And I try to maintain and continue that now. I don't mind tipping. I don't mind tipping everywhere. I'm lucky I got it. But you don't have to tip everywhere. If someone is making under their hourly rate of what you know we say is the hourly rate state by state, and they're depending on tips, you should tip. If it's somebody that's, you know, selling you a muffler, <laughs> don't have to tip. You don't have to tip. <laughs> or an umbrella. Yeah. Are you getting your computer fixed? That stuff, if they put a tip line, that's weird. Yeah. But you don't have to do that. But it's making people tip less now because there's a tip line on everything. And the idea was if we put a tip line on everything, more people will tip. It'll help more people. Except what's happening is people see the tip line on everything. I think I'll have uh, those pants. Would you like to tip? No. <laughs> Why is there a money box in front of the register? I'm at JCPenney's. So what that does is it makes everybody kind of be tip shy. Yeah. It's done the opposite of what it wanted to do. I don't like her doing this, though. That's not a good price. You can't go up and go, hey. What did I do wrong? Because I see you didn't tip. And also, if you don't tip, get out the restaurant immediately. That's the move <laughs> on like that, that's too. that's what they're doing. Yeah, no, no, no. They're hanging around, apparently. <laughs> get because, out. Because she's seeing the tip, no tip, and then is able to walk back to the table. Yeah, yeah. If you're having to not tip and it's a place you should tip, the last thing you do is sign the check before you walk yeah. out. <laughs> that's the move there. Another crazy story. A Delta Airlines passenger was on a flight from L.A., and was arrested for opening the emergency door aboard the plane, and that slide yeah. comes out. You always want to see it. You always want to slide down. Yeah, totally. But you don't want to be a part of the rest of it. No. <laughs> like the reason either you almost had a, a plane crash or some idiot pulls it, because that plane ain't going back up that day. So 10 a.m., unidentified passenger, striped red and navy blue sweater, black pants, rushed to the front of the plane while the plane was pushing away from the gate and asked the flight attendant, what do I do now? The plane was forced to stop. The man jumped onto the back of the baggage cart after they pushed the boom oh, slide goes goodness. down. There they go. He's being taken to the local hospital for mental evaluation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have freaked out. Could have been doing a TikTok. Who knows? <laughs> you <laughs> really, never know. You never it's know nowadays. That is from the New York Post. Now a little clip from Adele. Hello. Song is still the jam. It's me. So what happened was we had a caller named Elvis call I'm in. He's talking about his wife and it was their anniversary. That we're going to go to Las Vegas. And it was like, can you believe these Adele tickets are like 1500 bucks a piece? And I was like, hold on. Let me look at the site that has cheaper tickets. And I looked, and they weren't cheaper. They were still 1500 bucks a piece. A piece to get into the show. Who can afford that? And so we're like, man, that stinks. Just take her to Vegas anyway. If she doesn't know about the Adele show, then she's not going to be disappointed that you couldn't take her. So like, got it. Well, then Luke Bryan texts me and goes, hey, Caroline would like to help this guy. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. She wants to buy him tickets. She heard a story. 
So we got Caroline and Luke and got Elvis lined up, and he went to Vegas, I think, because he's on the phone right now. Elvis. Morning. How's it going? It's going pretty good. When did you get back from Las Vegas? We got back um, Tuesday, late Tuesday. Okay, so just a few days. Okay, here we go. So I said, Caroline Bryan reached out to me, wants to help you. Did that happen? Did you get tickets to Adele because of the Bryans? So... Let me say, I was getting nervous at first because as soon as I got off the phone with you, I called my wife, told her the whole story and what happened, and she just couldn't believe it. Like, she started tearing up, and I was like, yeah, it's true. I mean, I was on the radio. Go listen to the radio. I was on the radio and everything, and this is all true. And so the Monday after I got off the phone with you, um, I didn't hear anything from y'all. And then the Tuesday morning, I still didn't hear anything. I was like, oh, man, they dropped the ball on this. I'm not going to get a tail ticket. <laughs> and I just told my wife this whole story. But um, right around lunchtime, I get a random text, and it's Luke Bryan and Caroline Bryan's assistant. And she's like, hey, which show are y'all trying to go see? And so I told her which show we're trying to go see. And then she said, okay, give me your email address and your your um, name as it is on your ID. And so I did. And like 20 minutes later, she's like, okay, go check your email. And sure enough, I go check my email and two tickets confirmed. Come on! Yeah! They, oh, yes! They, look, they spent eight grand on two tickets. What? Wow. What? Yeah, where, where, where I they... could not believe that. $8,000 on two tickets for us to go see Adele. I were, just couldn't believe it. Were you sitting on stage beside her as she sang? <laughs> Oh no! I wish I wish we could have, but wow. we were we were close. And like it was it was an amazing experience. Experience like I don't listen to Adele that much, but like going see her in person and like listening to her, like she sounds so much better in person. And she put on a really good concert. I can't um, believe they spent eight thousand dollars on two wow. tickets. I haven't even heard him t- yeah. say about the concert. I'm just like eight four thousand bucks a ticket. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy and awesome and super generous of them. So you go, yeah. are you like, I wonder if these things even beat me in. Like, is this a joke? Like, Is it a digital ticket? Like on your phone? Uh, Yes. And so, okay, we're like, all right, moment of truth. Beep, beep. You're good to go, sir. You're like, oh my God, we actually got into the place. <laughs> yes, I couldn't believe it, man. But she put on a really good concert and she made <laughs> everybody feel involved. Like at one time uh, during one of her songs, she actually got off stage and walked in the crowd. Um, so we were like not that far from her. Mm. Um, what did your wife think about the whole experience? Um, she couldn't believe it. Like, she cried for most of the beginning of it, but she, like, really, really enjoyed herself. She just could not believe it. Um, I think I'm going to have the best husband trophy for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have been married for how long? We've been married for 20 years. We've been together for 28 and been married for 20. Oh, Legit. he sounds younger than that. Doesn't he? I wasn't going to sign an age to him. I mean, Me neither, but I'm like, it, I just saw you be like, oh, yeah, we, we've married for five years. We're although, in love. although they were together for eight years, like, bro, pooper, get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wasn't ready. Yeah. Well, I would say that I'm super excited we were able to make it happen, but I mean, I didn't do much. It was basically the Bryans who yeah. I'm friends with and who listened to the show, and they were like, we want to help this guy celebrate his 20th birthday. and they thought you sounded very sincere and you weren't begging for anything. Actually, the opposite. We were just talking about how expensive tickets were. And there you go. All of a sudden, you're in Vegas. 4000 bucks a seat. Yeah, they didn't mess around. Going they to an Adele show. They could have gotten the $1,300 tickets oh, yeah. per ticket. The you very know? back. The very back. But they went like fr- front. They could have got the Adele like impressionist. Adele. <laughs>
Yeah. Gone to that. Lendell. <laughs> Elvis, that's amazing. I hope you guys had the time of your life. What else did you guys do while in Vegas? So we went to see uh, Cirque du Soleil uh, show, mm-hmm. uh, which are amazing, too. That's what I really go for because I love the Cirque du Soleil shows. Um, and then we just walked around and, you know, ate at different restaurants and just had a good time. I guess the thing we've never asked Elvis is, what's up with the name, Elvis? Yeah. So my grandma was a big, huge Elvis fan, and I was the first uh, boy grandchild. And so she named me Elvis. And your whole life? People have been like, Elvis, is that your real name? Yeah, I got that, but then I got a lot of, you know, Elvis songs and Elvis things my whole life. <laughs> Can you do an Elvis impersonation? Absolutely not. I wish I could. <laughs> Elvis, it's been a pleasure these last few times to talk with you. I like you. Yeah. love that you got to go and treat your wife. It was never about you. It's about making yes. sure your wife got a really wonderful experience. And it's been, been good to spend some time with you, buddy. Hopefully one day I can meet you in person. I appreciate it, man. Yes, I would love to go see uh, you and Eddie and the Raging Idiots. Yeah, I don't know anybody who can help you with those tickets. Those tickets so. are expensive, Yeah, they're too. like 5000 each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing any shows, but I'm sure if we do, we'll be back down on your your neck. Where where in Louisiana do you live? Uh, I live close to uh, Baton Rouge. Okay. Hey, been there many times. Oh, love yeah. It. Love it. Been there many. All right, Elvis. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much, Elvis. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. He almost got there. <laughs> he backed away. All right, there he is. What a great update. That's awesome. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So nearly half of American parents with adult children are still supporting those adult children financially. I think. Morgan, don't your parents still pay for some of your bills? No, they do not. Are you your sure? Phone yeah. bill, I you thought. just told us they paid your phone bill. No, I'm still on them. But okay, well, that's I pay for it. Uh-huh. I pay for it though. Uh, sounds suspicious. I, I, we are all. We on can the same go one. on together <laughs> with suspicious minds. With suspicious minds. I get unlimited data. I don't yeah. want to take that away. Go ahead, Amy. So most of these adults are 18 to 24 years old. Some are 35 and older. Definitely a percentage of uh, payments happening there, but it's mostly for groceries, cell phone plans. Mm, I don't know anybody that's happening to. <laughs> <laughs> and the average is one thousand four hundred dollars. A what? That they're uh, that like a year? Parents are or a month paying. It's got to be a year. That can't be a month. No, a month. Are you kidding me? Wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 Never having kids. Yeah. They expect this stuff forever. I, they... I mean, I think my brother did this till he was like forty. Amen, brother. <laughs> and then what happened at forty? He just decided and okay, he, and then he moved away, and that was it. You get anything from your parents? Uh, my my parents' car, but I paid the rest of it when I got it. So they gave you their used car and you paid off the rest of the note? Correct. Okay. That's but borderline, but I'm going to go no. That's just nice parents, I think. But that's it. Yeah. Mine, no. Yeah. I, well, once I got a job, graduated, but gas maybe sometimes. But then when I got on my wedding day, I cut up my gas card and gave on it. On your wedding day? Gave it to my dad. As a wedding gift? Yeah, because I'm like, look at me now. Ray? <laughs> Uh, honeymoon? Yeah, I wouldn't say that's a bill, though. That's, that's a, gift. a gift. Yeah, they did do phone bill as a birthday gift, but then they cut that off. How what long? do you mean, like a one-timer, <laughs> monther? Yeah, or? for a, well, for a year as a birthday present. That's cool. That's pretty yeah! cool. That's not you going, I'd like to stay on this and continue to be supportive. Right. That's them going, I'd like to reach out and do this. I think a great gift, if you can do it for somebody, is to buy them like a Netflix subscription for a year. But you, you don't think about that, but that's something everybody uses, and that's mm-hmm. money. But yeah, I'd go to Mike and I, but... Eh. We were poor. Oh, <laughs> All right, what else? Utah just became the first state to ban kids from using social media without their parents' approval. Okay. It's taking effect, effect next March. And also, it's going to cut the time limit that kids have access to social media. 10.30 p.m. it'll cut off. 6.30 a.m. it'll turn on. So anyone under 18, they'll be blocked from scrolling for those eight hours. I hear you. How are they going to do that? Well, here's the you thing. They to can't, enter your birthday. They can't actually make sure that yeah. your birthday's right on there. It's like going, hey, nobody on Instagram, if you're under 16 or whatever the limit is, can have an account. But there's 
tons of people with accounts. Right. I love it in theory, and maybe it leads to actually some sort of legislation eventually that keeps kids from making bad decisions on social. Mm-hmm. But this ain't going to keep kids off social. But you maybe know, it's par- point. Parents can. Yeah, I do. My yeah. kids are not yeah. on social. You think? No. <laughs> Stop it. They are. So also with this, they say in Utah, social media apps won't be allowed to show kids advertisements while they scroll, and they won't be able to collect their data, and then all social media sites will have to give parents a way to access their kids' accounts. Good for Utah for making that a law because it could lead to things actually making a difference. Yeah, yeah. Ohio, Minnesota, Connecticut, and Arkansas are looking at similar laws right now. I'm looking at a lot of things. I mean, I'm doing it. All right, what else? (laughs) Morgan Wallen was doing a show when all of a sudden this beer gets thrown on stage and splashes him. I think he was in Australia or another country when this happened. He he was in Melbourne. Yeah, Australia, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, whoa, whoa, who who threw that up there? And he didn't know. So then he gave the crowd an ultimatum. Like, you turn over whoever threw that up here, or I'm just going to kick everybody out. Not the oh. whole crowd, the group that was in front of him. That's funny. I'm kicking all of you out. Amy thinks he's kicking a whole arena out. Yeah, he's going to sing on. by himself. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Jason, you. <laughs> it's echoing. We can't, there's nobody in there. <laughs> Go ahead. What are y'all on up to? I'm going to kick your whole group out. What are y'all See, the whole group. Interesting, though, if he kicks everybody out of the arena. So they turn him in? <laughs> uh, quit watching Yes, yes, yes. No, the person got, they, they were like, okay, it's this guy. And then security uh, kicked him out. Yeah, I stopped watching the video after the little incident. So as soon as he said that, everyone's like, okay, Jimmy did it. Jimmy did it. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. When Delaney Dennis was seven years old, she decided she wanted to do something to help animals. She talked over with her dad. By the way, her dad had to think that was super cool, right? If your seven-year-old comes up to you and goes, Dad, I want to help animals and I want to work to do it. Oh, that's cool. I always feel like you get frustrated at these. Well, because my kids never say stuff like that. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> what do they say? Nothing. Hmm. I want an animal. I don't want to help animals. Oh, they want to have an animal. Yes. They don't want to. Got it. And so the dad's like, okay, let's do it. So they put up a lemonade stand. Five years she's been doing this. She has raised, by the way, she's now almost 12, over $61,000. She picks a different animal rescue organization to get the stand's proceeds. And last year she was chosen as the ASPCA Kid of the Year. They gave her 2500 bucks to give to whomever. And she's like, I really want to make a difference. I bet she ends up being a vet or something. Oh, like probably. Yeah, that's so cool. But seven years old, $61,000. And if you're a kid... And you're like, I've raised all this money. <laughs> that's amazing. Can I keep some of it? Exactly. Uh, that's a great story. Delaney, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.